God bless you as we seek the Lord together for the year 2022. This is STL 22. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for this new day that you've blessed us with. Thank you so much for this new word that you're going to impart into us. And I pray, God, that it is received into willing hearts. And I pray that it is received with understanding. And I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that the enemy cannot snatch what is being planted today away. In the name of Jesus Christ, I ask that you cover each and every person who is listening to this with the blood of the lamb in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord God, we love you. We want to hear from you. Our hearts are open. Our mouths are open. We are saying, feed us with manna from heaven, God. Fill us up in the name of Jesus. Fill our spiritual bellies in the name of Jesus Christ with your word. We love you and we thank you. Hallelujah. And it is in your name that we pray. Amen. Amen. So of course you all have to know that I, I study and get these lessons together before I actually record and do the editing that needs to be done um, before I upload the podcast. And so I did the the previous lesson, um, haste and zeal. And, you know, it wasn't in my notes to go there and it wasn't in my mind to go there, but I wanted to respect all of God's scripture and give it to you, um, in its proper context in the way the Lord wanted me to apply it. But I really still feel it in my heart. So I'm just going to, it's not anything that I have written. It's not anything that I um, I personally plan to be a part of this lesson, but I really want to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit because I literally have felt him since I started speaking about that. And so I want to tell you um, that God is really serious about sowing. And um, this is not in regards to any particular type of um, seed or anything like that, or even sowing into um, me or this ministry. Do you understand? I'm giving you this message completely, um, taking myself out of the equation and just standing here as God's mouthpiece right now. For anyone who has not taken it seriously or for anyone who has said, you know what? I don't feel like this is the right time or I'm not sure if I need to or I'll do it another time or I don't have enough to. God wants you to do it. Um, I don't really pay attention to many um, heaven and hell testimonies at all. It's just not something that I do. Um, I don't necessarily believe most of them or a lot of them that I've heard. So um, I don't really watch them. But there was one in particular, and you all may have heard me mention it before, but I actually um, believed him. Okay, I believed his testimony. It's rare, at, at least as far as what I saw, that you hear um, American people giving real hell testimonies. Okay, and I say that because the American church is not known to be the, the deepest in the most spiritual church. So you'll hear people in other countries saying, you know, God visited me and he took me here and things of that nature. And it makes more sense um, because those, they're more spiritual. They live more along the lines of scripture. You know, they, they are more humble. But the American church is very haughty. Um, the, the American church is very prideful and um, sensuous and um, ostentatious. And um, they actually believe that godliness is gain and um, things of that nature. So 
I, you, we don't really see them having these great, um, oftentimes these great spiritual experiences or going to hell and, um, um, and seeing what's there and coming back. It happens sometimes. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but just not as much as it happens in other countries. Okay. So this person, he was, um, an American person who was given this testimony and he said these words, um, as he described the things he saw in hell, um, he said there was a special place for people who robbed God. And he said, I'm going to leave it there. And so we all know what he's talking about. We all know the scripture he's referencing. And um, he, I'm sure he has his own reasons for not wanting to get into it. Presumably, a lot of people probably don't believe in it. And he probably didn't want to start that whole um, quarrel or whatever, or get into um, scriptures about it and begin to teach on it and things of that nature. I don't know, but he didn't go into detail about it, but we all know what that meant. And it really um, struck a chord with me. And I saw this testimony a, a while ago, but it really struck a chord with me. And it's something that I won't forget because um, God is really looking for people who have integrity and have integrity to his word and um, people who actually do what um he has told them in his word um his word doesn't change even if our hearts change or our minds change or our financial situations change god's word does not change so there was a time where um when the lord told me to leave my job and um i literally would get 25 dollars a month literally i would sow like a three dollar tithe into my church i was a member of a church at that time i would sow like a three dollar tithe and give um an offering so i would usually give like a five dollar bill and um i did it i was thankful to do it it wasn't you know i'm sure as much as other people um who had jobs and was able to give those offerings and things of that nature however it was something so i don't want anybody to feel bad if you have a dollar two dollars three dollars but wherever you feel led to put that seed, you need to put it in the ground. There were times where um, after I had left my job because the Lord told me to, um, I really didn't have much, you know, and there was times where I really had need. And someone even said to me, like, why don't you use all that tithe money that you put to the side? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I will not use that for myself. That belongs to the Lord. And I was literally just waiting for him to tell me where to sow it. And of course, he always does. But um, I want us to, I really want us to take God's word serious because he, he takes it serious. And so as much as we're seeking after righteousness and we're seeking the Lord, you have to do what his word says. I'm not going to give you half of the Bible. I'm not going to give you half of the gospel. And I'm not going to avoid certain topics because they may be touchy um, topics for us or they may be uncomfortable to speak about and teach about. But this is actual Bible. And God wants me to talk about it. So I'm going to talk about it. Um, I'm just going to let him use my mouth because I have a different, <laughs> I have some different stuff written down here. Okay. But um, I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to say to you what he wants to say to you. Um, you need to sow. You need to sow and you need to be faithful with your sowing. Okay. Um, God is watching you and something that he put in my spirit as he's, was telling me, you know, I need, I want you to keep going in this next message. I want you to 
keep going, elaborate. He said, he wants me to tell you this and this is scripture that he watches over his word to perform it. So when he says he's not going to be mocked, he means that you will sow. If you've been, uh, I mean, you will reap. If you've been sowing into your flesh, but not sowing into the spirit and not sowing into the things of the kingdom, you are going to reap corruption of the flesh. This is Bible. This is scripture. And this is what the Lord wants me to tell you. Um, I don't know. I'm sure we came here to hear something different. But if we're really seeking the Lord, then we really need to do what the Bible says completely. You need to sow. If you're a member of a local assembly, sow into that local assembly. If you are a follower of whatever type of ministry, sow into that ministry. Um, if there's a particular person, and I'm I'm thinking of places where I've sown, okay? So this, I don't do subconscious or anything like that I'm or indirect. I'm telling you, if there's a particular person who blesses you, sow into that person. Whatever it is, give it, sow it, plant it, but don't avoid the word of God. Do not ever avoid God's word because you will have to answer for that. So sometimes we think that it's not that deep or it's not that serious and we're wise in our own conceits. We um, are disrespectful to God and by being disrespectful to him, we're being disrespectful to the people that he uses. And he doesn't take that very lightly at all. He has a way. He has a way that he has um, contrived for his church to be supported and for his ministers to be supported. And he has um, given us the responsibility to do that. Okay. He has given us that responsibility to make sure that we keep his house in order in the name of Jesus. Um, personally, I sow. Do you hear me? I sow wherever I can and I make sure that I touch on all the scriptural um, areas of sowing that I've taught you. I've taught you tithing. I've taught you offering because he says you've robbed me in tithe and offering. That means the two are important. So sometimes we just focus on the tithe, but no, he said offering. And there have been times where I wanted to say, you know what, what can I really afford to give? And the scripture will come to mind that says... If you sow sparingly, you will reap sparingly. If you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. Okay. That scripture comes to mind and I say, okay, let me give God my best. Let me give him my best tithe and offering, whatever it is the Lord wants. I'm giving it right back to him because um, the tithe is not only um, tithe and offering. It doesn't just secure us while we're here. It also secures us in the after, um, the hereafter, because you can't be a thief according to God and be robbing him according to his own word and think that you're going to get into his kingdom. That's not how that works. So we have to make sure that we're doing tithing and offering. Again, I'll touch on it. These are the ways that I give and I do it according to scripture. I give tithes and offerings. I give offerings to my teachers. So if I have someone who is teaching me, not only will I give them tithe and offering, but I will also, as scripture says, communicate unto them good things. I will also give them something else. Okay. Just, and I may not even necessarily, especially label it, but listen, I'm giving this, this extra, however much money and um, it's not tithe or an offering for that, that particular work of the ministry. This I'm giving it specifically for you. Um, so I do that. I give alms. So alms is the, the 
the things that you do as far as it's called, uh, I believe alms is like righteousness. So it's, it's your, your righteous acts, your righteous duties. So it's say you give to the voice of the martyrs or covenant house or, um, things of that nature. Um, any type of charitable organization, homeless people, um, people who are in need, um, whatever, those are alms. So we have to be careful to do that because Jesus says, when you do your alms, don't do it, you know, in front of people because you want everybody to see you X, Y, and Z you. Um, but he expects you to do it though. He just tells you to do it in a humble way. And then that fifth thing, um, that I taught and that I actually do, um, and I just started implementing it last year but it is the first fruits offering. Someone contacted me and asked me to teach about it. Um, I've taught about it in a service. I taught about it in a podcast, so I will touch on it briefly. First fruits offering is an offering that the Israelites would give to God. They would take, it would be the first harvest that they were expecting. So they say, you know what? When this time of the season comes, we know that we've planted all this um barley we've planted all this wheat we've planted this and that and we're going to take everything from our first harvest everything that we've planted and sown for and worked for to make sure that it was growing and growing right we're taking all of this and we're going to give it to the hands of the priest as an offering to god so that's first fruits and they would say this the lord will provide that was like the the phrase that went along with that offering so that's the first fruits so um from my understanding how we do it now, because we actually have um, currency dollars and stuff and we're not, you know, out here making our living because we're farmers and we have that type of bartering system. <laughs> but we actually um, use dollars and we use we use currency, um, the, the, the dollar currency. Well, it depends on where you are, but we use money now. So um, first fruits for us would be if you are expecting you know, that, that beginning of the year, that first harvest, whatever it is that you're expecting, um, different from your tithes, different from your offering, different from your alms, different from taking care of teachers, just like that first, if you're expecting a large sum, and I gave my testimony about it so many times because I had never done it before, but I had um, also didn't know all the things that I would encounter last year. And it's like the Lord had me just demonstrate such a great amount of faith and humility and obedience by giving that large amount of money to the work of the ministry. And, um, I really said, you know, the Lord will provide and God provided far more than that seed that I gave could have ever gotten me. You all that seed that I sold could not have gotten me the things that the Lord blessed me with over and over last year. Let me tell y'all this. When I moved into the first apartment that I had in Raleigh, let, can I tell you that I was getting sent double things like companies were sending me two of everything. God was literally blessing me with double. And I know I never mentioned that to y'all, but literally God was giving me double, double comforters. I had, um, so much stuff I had, I can't even express <laughs> how blessed I was when I got to that apartment and the amount of things that was sent to me, quote, accidentally. And they're like, well, you got it and it's yours. There's nothing we can do about it now. Um, I was so blessed and in so many different ways. And it wasn't just naturally, it was spiritually. 
Um, someone told me something that really was good. They said, you know, I saw a change in you with that 40 day fast. And I'm like, well, thank you, Lord. I believe that that seed opened up the, the, the pathway for me to start um, changing. And then the Lord blessed me to change the ministry and to really, um, by his spirit, prayerfully to you all, exhibit growth and change. So um, it's not just natural blessings that the Lord gives to you. He also gives you spiritual blessings too. Um, that first fruits is, it's new to me still. I did it 2021. I've done it in 2022, but I'm still like in awe of it. I'm still amazed by it. It's still new to me. Okay. So I've been tithing and giving offering for years. I feared the Lord so much when I was, um, uh, I had, I was back and forth at this time in my very early twenties, 19, 20, 21, around that age. Um, but guess what? I worked and I would take my tithes. Okay. And I would drop them off at a church and I was still smoking and everything. And I wouldn't even go to the church, but I would say, you know what? This is not my church, but they're doing a good work here. Okay. Like I don't go whatever, but I know that if I need a place to go, this place is open to me. Mind you, at this time, I'm like forehead deep in sin. So I would drop my tithes off and then go to the bud man. But I, I feared the Lord too much to give the bud man money before I gave it to God because I had this knowledge that I wouldn't have a dime if it wasn't for God's grace. I wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for God's grace. So even when I was in sin, I honored that. And if it was something I missed, I would always make a note of it and make sure that I paid it back to him because I, I just took it serious. I always have, um, I always wanted to give, always wanted to contribute to the work of the Lord. And, um, but I've never seen uh, a blessing the way I seen it after that first fruits offering. Literally, I've never experienced that type of grace. <laughs> I've never seen that type of favor. Um, the favor that I saw over my entire family, the favor that was over my life. Um, I, I just never saw it. Even in the midst of everything that took place in my life last year that was unexpected, I was so blessed. And when I think about all the warfare and all the unexpected twists and turns that awaited me, I can see the need <laughs> for the size of the seed that I sold last year because there, there was some stuff. Okay. There was some stuff. Um, this year the, the seed was not, no, it wasn't even nearly the, the amount that it was last year, but I know for sure that whatever it is that I need this year, no matter how great or how small it is, that first fruits offering has set the spiritual tone for my life for the rest of the, of the year. And it says God will provide. So if I find myself in a place where I'm in need of something, all I have to say is God will provide. So that's for anybody. I don't care if your first fruits offering was like $70. If that's what you had and you said, listen, this is my first harvest. I know I've been waiting for this $70 and you took it and you or you, you, choose to take it and sow it somewhere. Listen, understand that God will provide because when you do that, it's selfless because we do have personal desires. We have things we want to save for, things we want to purchase, things we want to buy. And it is a real sacrifice. Okay. It is an actual sacrifice when you take it and you say, you know what, I'm going to give this to you, God, you do with it what you want. And I'm telling you, God will do more with your seed than you could ever do. So, um, I, I, I pray that the Lord, if you have a hard heart towards giving, or you don't have enough faith 
to give. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that um, God will soften your heart and increase your faith to do it. So those are the five scriptural ways of giving, tithing and offering. We don't rob him. He says, I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes when you tithe. Amen. <laughs> so um, listen, make sure that um, you, you are tithing if you want your life to be secure. I remember I was in the world and um, I was at work. And one of, I can't remember if she was a, I think she was a guidance counselor because I used to work with um, particularly children. So I used to work closely with like the guidance counselors and things like that. So she had to be a guidance counselor. She was absolutely awesome. And um, she said, and it was just us in a classroom. And I don't know if anyone else was in there, but I know it was just her and I, I remember that specifically. And she said, you know, it seems like there's one thing after another. You know, my refrigerator just broke down and then, you know, someone helped me with that. And then this happened and that happened. And I'm, and I heard the Lord and he said, tell her, I said to tithe. And I said, God said to tithe. And she said, he did. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, he did. And she was like, that would make sense. <laughs> um, if we want to protect, if we want to protect the things that we have from that devouring spirit, and this is all scriptural. Um, he says, I will rebuke in Malachi three and 11. I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Um, see, that's a problem. We are sowing and we're not able to really enjoy the fruit because there's a devouring spirit that's allowed to come and have its way, um, and devour up that fruit because we didn't secure our, our harvest by, um, sowing to the Lord. And he says, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field. So um, everything that happens will happen in due season and your fruit will be fully, fully ripe. Nothing is going to fall to the ground. Nothing is going to fall through when you say, man, that didn't work out for me. You know, I, I had a plan for this and that didn't work and this didn't work out and that didn't happen. And this went wrong. God is saying that won't happen if you don't rob me. Glory to the name of the Lord. But there are so many scriptures um, about giving, about scriptural giving, about giving alms. And I, I want us, as we are um, perfecting holiness in the fear of God, I want us to know that we have to actually do what the Bible says. We can't just do what we want to do or what we feel. And our own um, knowledge is right. We have to do what the Bible says. And the Bible says alms, the Bible says tithes, the Bible says offering, the Bible says giving to your teachers, and the Bible says first fruits. I um, did not feel led to tell people to sow the first fruits um, in 2021 because, you know, I really felt like it's one of those things that require a lot of faith. Um, it's a faith seed, but you know, um, the end of, towards the end of last year, maybe like September, October, God was telling me, tell them you know, sow the first fruits, like God wants it for you too. So I'm assuming I, I do this. I lead by example <laughs> and I have my testimony and my experience where I can tell you that God did miraculous things for me and for my family last year. And I'm so grateful for the way he kept us. And I'm so grateful that, um, I'm able to give it again and to do it again. It's always a joy to give to the work of the Lord. And I remember, um, that same little church I'm telling y'all about, um, that I would go to every once in a while when I was in sin, I, I wouldn't go consistently. 
um, at all. Trust me. That, and that wasn't the church where I um, was saved in either. But I remember this was um, one of my classmates. It was her grandma. It was her church. And she said, and it was time to give. And she said, listen, if you are going to do it and you're not happy about it and you're going to do it with an attitude and you don't really want to do it, she said, keep it because it's going to be like you didn't give it anyway. God loves a cheerful giver. Glory to God. And that always stuck with me that just because you give it, that doesn't mean that God necessarily even wants it. Imagine somebody, you know, just think somebody handing you something with an attitude or somebody giving you a plate of food and they have like a, a mean grill on their face or something. It's like, I don't want it. You know, you could keep that if it's that serious. So I want us also to keep that in mind that our hearts and our attitudes as we give really matter. We have to do this according to scripture. So we say, you know, what? I'm going to do this cheerfully. This is not my currency. The silver and gold belongs to God. The silver and gold are the gold that's backing this American dollar and these coins and all that stuff. It all belongs to God. It's his glory to the name of the Lord. And I am acknowledging him with what he chooses to place in my hand. And so I felt like that first fruits was one of those big acknowledgements to where it's like, you know, this, this takes a lot of faith, but God, I guess he wants a lot of faith from us all. So I'm going to encourage you to sow, do the scriptural giving. sow the way God wants you to, it doesn't matter if it's a dollar. It doesn't matter if it's $2 doesn't matter if it's $5 or $40. Um, remember the, the widow's might where she had that little coin and that's all she gave and her heart Okay, and the, the level of sacrifice that it was for her is what made it a big deal. It doesn't matter if it's like a super large offering. God is not even looking at that, y'all. He's looking at the faith, okay, that it that um you're exhibiting and the obedience and um the heart that you have, and of course that humility that you are demonstrating when you do give. So we have to um make sure that if we're doing it, we're doing it in the right spirit. And I just want to um, commend everybody who had enough faith to do it because I really feel like it, it takes a lot of faith to take something that you were expecting and something that you worked for and something that you planted for and sold for and take it all and to sow it again. I, I really feel like that is a big deal and I feel like that's a large step for anyone. And again, the amount never matters. The heart behind it does. Glory to the name of the Lord. So um, I just want to say whatever it is that you're doing for the Lord, do it cheerfully, do it happily and um, follow scripture, do what the Bible says. And you cannot go wrong with doing what the Bible says. Okay. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I think this is our lesson for today. Um, there was a, a prophet that I listened to. I love to listen to him. And um, I love to listen to sermons. Uh, they speak directly to my life and whatever I'm experiencing. And the Lord had been placing that in my heart and first fruit kept coming up. And this was last year where I didn't know um, much about it. And I said, well, let me look into this and let me study this. What is this first fruits? You know, I'm, I'm down to give. If I can sow it somewhere, let me sow it. I love, I can't explain it. And I'm not even trying to be funny, but like, I love to give. Like I get so much pleasure out of giving to people. Like let me encounter somebody who, who gives me a word, like give me a word and see what happened. I literally have like P 
people who I know personally who, you know, I may have been on the phone and they prophesied and I'm like, take this seed, sir, take this seed, ma'am. I don't even play those games, okay? <laughs> All right, if you sow into me, I'm sowing into you. I'm sowing into what you said. And so when um, I encounter like somebody who's real out there, I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. I'm about to sow into this. Um, I remember being in some low points. I remember a low point in my life um, a few years ago. Um, and I went to this church service and it um, it was led or headed off by someone named Bishop Kevin Foreman. Okay, Bishop Kevin Foreman. And I, I am one who um, enjoys going to different church events. And of course, clearly I go by myself. Um, and so I went to this one and he prophesied to me so accurately. And he did it with so much love. Like, I had never, he looked at me in my eyes. He said, come in. He said, don't, you know, like I had went to the altar to give an offering and, um, he, he called me to him and he just had so much love within him. And he prophesied so accurately and so beautifully. And still to this day, years later, I'm still believing. And I, the things that he said aligned with things that God had already just imparted and impressed upon me. And so it's like he was more than confirmation. Like he expounded and elaborated on that thing. And he really gave me so much hope, not just then, but even for my future. Like I like he gave me like a roadmap, like he gave me like an outline and a blueprint. And I appreciate it when he did that. It's like a, a good word from somebody can really change the course of your life. And I made sure like, listen, if so, when things like that happen to me, I don't care what kind of offering I just gave. You are getting a seed. <laughs> All right. You, you yourself, I'm giving it to you because you just blessed me. It's not just your ministry that did it. You personally just spoke into my life. Like any opportunity I have, like I really enjoy being a blessing to the people who keep the body of Christ growing and going. And no, we all don't look the same and no, we all don't dress the same and no, we all don't have the same, um, convictions. None of that is my business, but I know when the Holy Spirit is using someone glory to the name of the Lord. And, um, my deepest prayer is that regardless, I'm not the judge. So my prayer is that we all get to rejoice in heaven one day. And I'm like, you remember that word you gave me? Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, um, Anyhow, yeah, let's make sure that we stay faithful regardless of what we're going through because God is looking for faithfulness. God is not looking for you to waver. He says, you will reap if you don't faint. So don't faint. Keep sowing. Keep believing. Keep doing good. Keep doing the right thing. And God is going to bless you for it, okay? You will receive your reward for it. So I just want to encourage you to follow scripture because um we're do you know we're going to be judged on everything like let's put this into perspective jesus is standing in the temple and he's watching somebody so can y'all like tell me how deep that is he he knows how much it was and everything and he knows what it meant to them the person who sold a lot he's like that wasn't hard for them they got it. You know what I'm saying? But he looked at somebody and um, he said that that small amount that meant something that was a sacrifice. Glory to the name of the Lord. So Jesus, he knows he sees he's watching. Like I said at the beginning, this is Bible. He says he watches over his word to perform it. He knows exactly how much you're sowing. <laughs> he knows your heart when you're doing it. And I pray for everyone who hears this and says, you know what, Lord, 
you're right. I really do need to start sewing. I need to take it serious. Or for those of you who feel encouraged by this after you have been sewing, I pray that the Lord blesses you and increases you in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that he does more for you this year than he's than you've ever seen him do for you in your entire life. I pray that the not just the windows of heaven open because we get that when we tithe and we give offering. I'm praying for the floodgates of heaven to open and I'm praying for pressed down, shaken together, running over to where you don't even have room enough to receive. I'm praying for you to be flooded because of the faith that you have exhibited by giving that first fruits offering glory to God. God is good. God is faithful to his word. He watches over it to perform it. And I'm so excited to find out what God is actually going to do for you. Um, I've never experienced seed like this, like this seed, this is one of those things where you see a complete turnaround real quick. <laughs> like you see God, like he does amazing and miraculous things. Like I said, I sold that seed and I moved and I, I could have used that money for the move, but I sold it. Right. And I started receiving double, like double, whatever I ordered for my apartment, I was getting double of it. Literally. It was so amazing and they didn't want anything back <laughs> like they didn't want nothing back they're like just keep it you know and it happens so many times where I'm open I'm like what is this or I didn't order this or why do I have two of these like what's going on here so um you don't know how what God wants to do how he's going to do it but he's not going to be mocked so he also follows the order of his word like so so that you can reap God has a great harvest for us and he needs us just to exhibit that great faith. And so, um, and again, it can be, I don't know what your first fruits is. It can be $25, your first fruits, whatever that thing is that you've been waiting for that you say, you know what, when I get this, I'm going to, um, you know, I'm putting it to this or that. See what happens when you give it to God. See what happens when you give it to the Lord. I'm telling you, God is watching over his word to perform it. He won't be mocked. You can't rob God. He will rebuke the devourer for your sake, but you have to do what's right. You have to do what's right. He won't be mocked. You will reap what you've sown. Okay. Glory to God. So, um, keep, let's all keep that in mind as we are choosing to sow, like you're going to reap for this. And if you choose not to, you're going to reap for that also. God will not be mocked. Okay, I believe that the Holy Spirit has said everything he wanted to say. <laughs> I believe that's it, but I, I feel just like a cry within my spirit um, for some of you. Um, like some, some people may have hardened hearts um, or lack understanding. And scripture says that if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives liberally and upbraideth not. But um, you can't waver. Um, don't think that you're going to receive anything from God if you're wavering in your faith um, because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So ask God for understanding. Ask him for confirmation and believe, okay? And believe what the Lord says. I have taught about tithing and offering all this stuff in detail. No tithing is not just for the Levites. Melchizedek was not a Levite. Um, Jacob spoke to God and he said, if you 
take care of me and you provide for me and you protect me and this, that, and the third, I will give you a tithe. So this is not something that just came about with the Levitical priesthood. This was far before them. As the book of Hebrews tells us, it was the, the, the Levites were still in Abraham's loins while he was tithing. So um, this is just the way that the people of God handle their finances when God has blessed them with finances and provision. This is this is what we do. So um, I pray that the Lord would just mature you in this area and um, grow you in this area and give you the faith that you need um, to really, really possess the land. I'm just saying what the Lord says, <laughs> whatever I hear him saying. OK, and that's what he said. Um you know, you, you will, you will according to God's promises, but, um, you have to follow God's order and his structure. Glory to the name of the Lord. God has good things for you. God has good things waiting for you. But I just feel like some people have, have had like a hard heart. Um, I'm going to pray for you because I, I, I can't get rid of this feeling. So and there's, there's nothing else I can think to do, but pray. Cause I don't feel comfortable ending this lesson. <laughs> Because I feel like something is unresolved in you. So I pray that God resolves whatever has been unresolved. Like whatever the issue is, whatever stopped you from sowing, whatever, if like a person planted a seed in you that said, all right, don't give your money to them. Why would you do this? Or why would you do that? Like whatever that, that thing is, that hardness I'm going to come against it now in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, you know the situation, the hearts, the minds of each and every person who's listening to this right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I'm asking you to soften their hearts to your word, to your will in the name of Jesus. Let them not be prideful and hard-headed and stiff-necked against what your word so clearly instructs your saints in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you to teach them. Teach them that nowhere in scripture do you ever even suggest that you want your people to stop giving the tithe. In the name of Jesus, teach them the heart of that first century church that sold everything they had and gave it to their leaders. Teach us all, God, to give selflessly, to give our best to you in the name of Jesus Christ and to not hold back our hands um, with things that you've blessed us with, Lord. In the name of Jesus, just like we have um, been blessed to receive your word says is more blessed to give. So help us to become givers within the body of Christ. Help us to have a, a heart to support your leaders and to support the work of the ministry and to support the church at large, to support people who are in need, to support the missionaries overseas, Lord. Help us to have a heart to really take care of the body of Christ in every single regard and let us do it according to your will and not our will and let us give by faith and let us give cheerfully and let us not give doubt doubting or because we feel forced to or just out of some type of obligation but let it come from our hearts in the name of Jesus Christ Lord you are so awesome thank you so much Jesus um, we love you and it's in your name that we pray. Amen. I felt the burden lifted up off of me. Okay. That's what that sigh was. Thank you, Jesus. So I thank the Lord and I rejoice for every person whose minds and hearts are, are being open to God's truth in his reality. And I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that the Lord multiplies and increases you and that he um, blesses you and that um, all of his word is fulfilled in your life and that you fulfill all that he has instructed you to do in your life. Okay. God bless you. 
And um, may you continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you.